Welcome to Rock Strikes 10, the show guaranteed to always give you 10 songs, no more, no less. My name is Joey. I want to thank everybody for tuning into the show here today, whether you're doing it on cnjradio.com or you are subscribed on iTunes. Hopefully you do both. Why not, right? Anyway, thank you very much for listening here, and uh, today's going to be a... Actually, for those of you out there that have been sending me theme show requests, I am proving today that I do listen to them. Uh, I want to thank Robert Coulter for sending this one in, and I might have mentioned it at some point or another, but he definitely got the ball rolling, so thank you, Robert. You're you're a relatively new friend of the show, I think, or at least you are a recent writer, so thank you once again. Hopefully you're going to have fun with this one. Feel free to critique it as much as you want. Because this is a genre that I am not deeply versed in. So in order to really do the show proper, I figured I would bring on a friend of mine here. Friend and co-worker. Say hello to Travis. Travis, say hello. Hey, y'all. This is Travis. Nice to be here. Yeah. Pretty excited. Travis, uh, not only is a co-worker of mine, he's actually a professional musician. So y- you make a dollar and a cent playing music, don't you? I do make a dollar and a cent playing with a uh, local band out here. The Outlaw Drifting Band. A little go. self-promotion right here. Yeah, that's right. You can get the plug right away. <laughs> we'll even plug at the end of the show, too. Yeah, so. there you go. Yeah, yeah, Travis, uh, what is your instrument of trade? I play um, the violin, but I like to call mine the fiddle. You know, well, dude, if you're if you're playing in rock or country, you it's, call it the fiddle. It's got to be the fiddle, right? Yeah, yeah. It has to be the fiddle. Yeah, yeah, that's what I play. I love it. It's, yes, it's good and, time. As the old song says, if you're gonna play in Texas, it's got to be fiddle. Yeah, <laughs> right. That's right. So yeah, Travis uh, and I get along really well. I'd like to think uh, so, and he was nice enough to come here on the show today. What is the theme you ask? We've teased it long enough. Basically, just uh, southern rock. We're gonna we're gonna countrify it up a little bit here. We're not gonna play straight up country. Don't get scared. It's it's gonna be all rock and roll, but with a you know southern tinge to it. The neck is slightly redder. So, and for those of you that do not live in the states at all, hopefully uh, you'll hear some things you've never heard before. Hopefully you like them. I know that there's a I always read about European culture, uh, the way they appreciate our American music. They're very fascinated by Texas. I know, I know that for sure. Yeah. Um, so it's we don't, you know, I don't want to bust the fantasy, but we, we don't all ride horses to work and stuff like that. We all don't own oil rigs and refineries. but Unfortunately. Yeah. We, we have a <laughs> lot of metropolitan stuff out here, but if you get out here, you'd still feel like you're in Texas because we do talk a little bit. More funny. So I'm so I'm guessing the uh, the show tonight is uh, long haired rednecks is what we're going for yeah, pretty much. Oh, I like that David yeah. Allen Coe quote right there. Ah, nice. <laughs> yes, and uh, you know even if you uh, are a band from like say Texas or Georgia or Louisiana, you, you may not play Southern rock. You may just be oh, yeah. a straight up rock band or punk band or metal band. We got plenty of those, but we're gonna stick to the uh, you know. Uh, for lack of a better term, the stereotype of Southern music. Yeah. So, uh, commingling of country and rock. Yes, and I, I, I gotta say, I want to kick the show off tonight with this guy right here. This, this fella. I, I gotta get into a little bit more Southern mode. I like how fella is either redneck or Irish. Y- so. Yes, 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 yes. But y- you can always, you can always go right with y'all. Yeah, y- y'all. y'all is always good. So the first song for y'all here tonight is. Um, uh, I wanted to play this guy first off the bat because. I don't think he gets enough credit for being the Southern rock influence that he truly is. And uh, right at the, like at the 
very end of the 60s, there was that big folk rock movement, or just folk, per se. I mean, I don't, you know, I don't hear a lot of rock in it, I'll be honest with you. And there was a lot of bands that, that got that from their old country influence, a little bit of blues, just a little bit, and that was what the big folk movement was about. Now, uh, to me, like, I don't think Southern Rock was really began of that because of the fact that they were just straight up playing ballads, protest songs, stuff like that. It's not what rock started off to be in the 50s. So to me, the the mixture of country and, and as they say, boogie-woogie really didn't... I, I don't think it really caught fire through the world until Elvis started doing it. I don't really think that the folk movement had a whole lot to do with the, the country rock movement. Yeah, you know, you're talking rock. about folk, you're talking about Joan Baez and the and Bob Dylan, and yeah. don't get me wrong, Bob Dylan's great, but he's not... Right, and he's had his dances with rock. Cut, but, yeah, yeah, and but, country, but he's yeah. not... When he during the folk movement, he was not getting into the country thing. Yeah, it's know. like it's like what Paul Stanley said. I gotta do some modern references here, but yeah, you know, he's like you know Robbie Robertson. Yeah, he's a good guitar player, but he's not rock a roller. No, know? he's not a rock. He's not a heavy rocker. He's uh, you know, he does his own thing, but it's definitely not a hard rock and show. Yeah. So this guy, I think you know, it's it's he he was so big and so iconic. Anything he did. It was going to influence a lot of people. So, here you go. Kicking off the show here tonight. We haven't played him in a while, so I think it's time again. Here's the king. This is Elvis doing uh, what I know to be a Chuck Berry cover, I believe. That's, Chuck Berry that's was right. the first and, guy that uh, performed this song. And Elvis is the uh, my rock hero, the person who really got me into music. So, yeah. this, is, this is good for me. This is a good time. Here we go. This is Elvis Presley with Promised Land. Get on.
So all you straight up rock and roll guys out there uh, don't have too much to be afraid of here on the show. You're still going to get some burning guitar like that. So oh, yeah. good time. That was Elvis Presley with Promised Land. And yes, that was an original composition by Chuck Berry, one of the builders of the building. That's for sure. That was a great song, man. And I, I will let you all know if you like that band. I believe Emmylou Harris's first two albums are with the same band. So... Check those out. They're uh, pretty good. Especially that. the first song on her second album is um, amazing. I can't remember the title, but it is a great song. That's okay. That's, yeah. It's that's... Amarillo something. Okay. Yeah. All right, then. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed that out there. I, I, I can't tell you the original album that song is on, uh, but I can, I can tell you that I got it from my Elvis Artist of the Century box set. So that if you have no Elvis, that is the place to start because... It is a lovely three-disc box set. The first disc is all 50s, second disc all 60s, third disc all 70s, so you can enjoy every era of Elvis, the original Rockabilly King, the movie star, and the Vegas guy. And if you don't have Elvis, you there's a mistake. You, there's a problem. Yeah, you're, you're missing something you, yeah, in your life. Yeah. yeah. So you at least got to have that, you know, even in just the number ones, whatever, but... Uh, there's some cool tracks like Promised Land on Artists of the Century, so go get that one. And I, I like I like what the quote unquote Fat Elvis. I I like those songs. There are some good songs. Now I'm not into um, in the ghetto, but I do enjoy a lot of <laughs> 70s Elvis. But I love all Elvis. So yeah. All right. So next song we're gonna do here, and when you think of Southern rock, Southern bands, I think this band actually transcends the genre. They've got a lot of fans that may not go for Southern Rock all that much. I, I think this is one of those bands for sure. If you're like a metal or hard rock guy, you still like this band. That's how cool this band is. You know what I'm going to play here? The little old band from Texas. the One of the most amazing power trios ever. Oh, yeah. ZZ Top, Dusty Hill, the Reverend Billy Gibbons, and Frank Beard. Happy belated birthday, Frank Beard, by the way. It was your birthday the other day. And of course, yes, the only guy without a beard is named... Frank Beard. Of course, that's the way they planned it, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, have you ever seen ZZ Top live? Oh uh, no, I wish I had. I missed them oh. um, when Tom Petty played with them. Oh. I wanted to go to that show. I saw that show. Yes, uh, I had some family members who got to go and said it was just amazing. Yeah. Uh, I wish I had gone. I saw Tom Petty on the tour before and missed that one. But oh man, yeah, my uh, my better half here, uh, Nola, she. This is the one big thing she has over me as far as concerts go. She has seen ZZ Top more times than me. Oh, wow. You know, the cool thing about that show was they did give you the CD with the ticket purchase. And it was a great, great CD. So that was very cool. Very cool. Yeah, they were talking about that last Tom Petty record. Uh, You may hear him later on in the show here tonight. Uh, (laughs) But we're talking about ZZ Top. Uh, Yeah, I I wonder. They're coming back into town. Perhaps we should all go. But, uh, oh yeah. yeah, double date. 
<laughs> but uh, uh, ZZ Top, if you're not aware, they have finally put out some new material for the first time in about a decade. Wow, that long. Yeah, it really has been that long. And uh, just an EP's worth of material, I guess. Uh, you know, I guess the maximum amount you're allowed to play when you go on tour of new songs is four. Oh, yeah. So why not just do an EP, right? Yeah. So they have a new EP out called Texicali. And, you know, all, all the podcasts, uh, you know, especially my, my podcast godfather, Michael Butler, he played the first single off of this on his show the other day. So I feel like I, I shouldn't, you know, copy from that. I'm going to go second track on Texicali. Uh, we listened to a little bit of this before we went on the air. A very derivative of Tush. But, hey, man, you know, a lot of heritage bands are pretty much going back and listening to their old records. Like, what made us great? You know, yeah. I think that that's pretty much what they're doing here. So, yeah, why not? Maybe this was Rick Rubin's doing, because I know he produced this particular set. Oh, wow. So, really? Here you go. This is the second track off of the new ZZ Top EP, Texicali. This is Chartreuse.
right, that was Chartreuse by a little old band from Texas, ZZ Top, off of their new EP, Texicali, which, uh, as of right now, there's no physical copy to purchase out there, so if you want it, you're going to have to download it on iTunes. That's the only place you can get it at this time, so... I don't know. I, I hope it doesn't go that way, but it looks like it is. Well, I hope they're selling it at their shows or something. Yeah, that's possible. So. That'd be good. What'd you think of that song, Travis? That was awesome. I like it. Uh, you know, it really reminds me more of their stuff they were doing in the um, 80s, you know, or even in the 70s. Yeah, late 70s. 70s, yeah. and uh, especially since they kind of got off track there in the 90s for me a little bit. Yeah. It was very hit and miss. Like, you could get a few songs off of each album, you know. Very much so. And then, you know, they, they also did a lot of the... Um, electronic drums which works on some stuff but you can't use it on every song not on everything yeah and it took a long time for them to dump that stuff so I'm, I'm glad they're back just like playing raw just three piece rocking hard rocking hear that on there so good good stuff alright y'all out there time for the next song these guys th- this band here is one of those bands I, I feel like they've kind of gotten lost in the shuffle as time has gone on, but very important band for a lot of different reasons. There's a lot of great crossover here. Um, Black Oak, Arkansas, led by the incomparable Jim Dandy. This guy, Jim Dandy, was one of the great frontmen of all time, honestly, and, and still is. Ask him. But <laughs> this guy has his influence reaches further than you think because I'm actually play a band later on here. I'll tease that that was heavily influenced by Black Oak, Arkansas, and had a lot of success in their own right. But w- only people that really grew up, and I didn't grow up in Black Oak, Arkansas, because that was before my time, honestly. Yeah. But I, going back and watching footage, this is absolutely true. Um, if you watch old footage of Jim Dandy, the way he acted on stage, the way he sang, the way he dressed, you go back and watch David Lee Roth when he first came on the scene, and he took a lot from Jim Dandy. So much so that he kind of dialed it down as time went on for fear of probably getting criticized too heavily for it. Well, that's funny. And, you know, this is a band I'm not f- familiar with. And, uh, you know, from what you played me before the show, this is. Uh... I'm liking them. Sounds great. I'm I'm excited to hear this song. So yeah, and a lot of you out there may have only heard Jim Dandy by them, the the title uh, of the man himself. Uh, which uh, that's the first time I heard him was on the Days Confused soundtrack with Jim Dandy. I'm gonna play you my favorite song by him, and this is a this is the best version of this song. You can get this off of their live album called Ranch and Roll. This is Black Oak, Arkansas, with Hot and Nasty. All right, does everybody have the sweat running smooth on their skin? Yeah, I think it's time we all hunt right down and find out what it's all about. Get down to where we know one another, so to speak. I think it's time we hunch down and get just downright hot and nasty.
That was Black Oak, Arkansas, with a smoking live rendition of Hot and Nasty. Travis, what did you think about that? Oh, it's a good song, especially considering it's a song I've never heard before, uh, a band I've never really heard before. Uh, I really enjoy them. I'm going to have to go out and pick out a couple of their albums or something because yeah. it's cool. And one of the things, I never realized why they appealed to me so much. Another reason is because Jim Dandy sounds a whole heck of a lot like Captain Beefheart, doesn't he? He does. That's exactly when you first played when you played the first song. I thought Captain Beefheart is exactly what I thought. Yeah, that, that's a vocal style that I like. It's not schooled at all, but it just works for some reason. It sounds kind of dirty and gravelly. Yeah. So, all right. Um, hope you're enjoying this southern-based, uh, what would you call it, uh, long-haired redneck episode that's right. of Rock Strikes 10. Long-haired redneck. The next band we're going to play here, no stranger to anybody out there. And uh, yeah, what, what do you get? What do you want to hear? Oh no, we're we're not gonna play Freebird, <laughs> but we are gonna play Leonard Skinner. I mean, uh, how would I not get hate mail if I didn't play Leonard Skinner here on the show tonight? Yes, it's my show, but uh, you know, I give a little, take a little. Uh, Travis, you know, you always shoot from the hip. Uh, what's your opinion on Leonard Skinner? I will tell you right off the bat, I'm not a fan. Okay, not a big fan. Uh, but as you know, I will take a gander at anything. So, yeah. well, what's your what's your what, what what how's Skinner beginning in for you? Or is it just the radio stuff? Or it, it's pretty much radio stuff. I can't say that I've gone deep cuts. Um, the radio stuff pretty much, yeah, is the beginning and end for me. Mm-hmm. And w- from what I hear, they're a little screamy, a little, I don't know, they're a little uh, too southern rock almost for me. I don't know. Well, I, I gotta say, like, it, I, I'm give and take with the singles and the radio mm-hmm. hits. You know, like Freebird, I've had my ups and downs with. But it's an institution at this point. It's like it's like hating on Stairway to Heaven almost. Like you can't really hate it all the way. Yeah. Sweet Home Alabama. I'll give you five years of my life. I never have to hear it ever again. I never want to hear that song. Yeah. It's and I, I know one of my least favorite songs. And I know one of the reasons why. But I can guess why you don't. What's like that? that song. What's Be- that? Because they diss Neil Young. In oh yes, they do. And, and Neil that, Young is your that, boy. Neil Young is probably definitely in the top three 
artists of favorites of mine and yeah you diss on neil and it, it hurts me yeah, yeah. Uh, i don't blame you I, I took neil's side on that don't worry mm-hmm. you know i like give me three steps and uh you know with stuff like that yeah it's all good but there's there's actually a really good single out there that never gets a lot of play at least around these parts and i'm gonna play that one on the show here so i think it's gonna be about a 50 50 some of you have heard it some of you haven't travis this might be your first so here you go this is my favorite leonard skinnard song this is give me back my bullets That was Leonard Skinner with 
Give Me Back My Bullets from 1976 off the album of the same name. Travis, a little bit better than you're used to? Yeah, it, it was. I, I actually enjoyed it a whole lot. It makes me want to actually go and listen to some more of their stuff. It almost reminded me a little bit of uh, Tom Petty. Yeah, I heard some Almond Brothers in there, yeah, too. Yeah, Almond Brothers, definitely. Yeah, you don't think we're going to play those guys later, do you? Actually, oh, we're going to play Tom Petty next. Yes, well, that's you can't go wrong there. Yeah, um, this is, uh, I guess, the tender jam of the night here tonight. Uh, I've, I've played Tom a decent amount of times on the show, and I will continue to play him on the show as long as I'm doing the show. Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, one of the great bands uh, in the history of rock and roll. Uh, from Gainesville, Florida, and uh, we haven't been really uh, city-checking these bands, but they are all legitimately southern bands. Basically anything, what is it, I think Noel said, anything from Nebraska down yeah, yeah. is southern rock. You can't go, you know, we're not talking about Detroit here. We're not, yeah. <laughs> this isn't Detroit Rock City, this yeah. is uh, below the Mason-Dixon line here. There you go. So, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers from Gainesville, Florida, if you didn't know, and uh, was it Skinnerd was from... Jacksonville. Jacksonville, and ZZ Top was from Houston, yep. and Elvis was from Memphis, Tennessee. He's from... You got a correction here? He is not from Memphis. He's not from Memphis. He's from Mississippi. Oh! He's from Mississippi. Oh my gosh, so I can't believe I can't remember the town name. So he was born in Mississippi. Well, you got it over me there. So yeah, like, it's... Born uh, in Mississippi, Yeah. made his bones in Memphis. Mm-hmm, that is right. All right, but like I said, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers from Gainesville, Florida. And yeah, we'll, we'll tie into the theme of the show here. I mean, there's plenty of Tom Petty I could play, but at Travis's insistence, and I think he made a very good call, I'm going to play something that originally came off the Southern Accents album. It was, was the first Tom Petty album I ever owned from uh, 1984 or 5. I'm trying to remember now, but it, it's about there. Uh, I recently obtained a very excellent box set that I heavily recommend by Tom Petty called the Live Anthology. It's a four-disc collection. And good value. You basically get four CDs for the price of two. Uh, and it's got a lot of great rarities. Yeah, it's got a lot of big Tom Petty hits live, but a lot of cool covers that aren't on anything else. And Yeah, I haven't heard it yet, and I'm pretty excited to, you know, I'd really like to get it and hear it. But. Yeah, it's a great collection. And, uh, you know, hey, I've, I've said a lot of nice things about Tom, and I'll continue to say them, but let's just let the music do the talking here for this segment. Here you go, from the live anthology box set, originally from the album Southern Accents, is the title song, Southern Accents. Oh, 
That was the great Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, the Hall of Famers. Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers with live version of Southern Accents. Uh, either version, you can't go wrong. And we were playing this before we went on the air. Uh, uh, 
my favorite Johnny Cash album is an album called Unchained. And if you get that one, if you're a big Tom Petty fan, you think you have everything, you got to have that record because they're the band on that album. And Johnny Cash does a cover of Southern Accents on there. And I will tell you, I just recently listened to that album again. And let me tell you, it is one of Johnny Cash's best albums. It is yeah. um, amazing. It's really good. Yeah, it's, uh, you might have heard I've Been Everywhere off of that. He does a cover of Soundgarden's Rusty Cage, does a cover of Beck's Rowboat. It's a cool record, man. It's an awesome record. And then really late, later on, he did some more sessions with Tom Petty mm-hmm. and the Heartbreakers. On the third American recording, he did a cover of I Won't Back Down with Tom Petty singing background vocals. Yes, that's right. So he so Tom's doing the Jeff Lynn parts, and Johnny's doing Tom's parts. It's mm-hmm. all crazy. I Won't Back Down, one of my favorite Tom Petty songs. That's a great song. No oh. matter how many times I hear it, and like especially when I went to go see him that last time and he played it, I was just like, oh. man, this is one of the best songs ever. Oh, yeah, man. Just a great song. <laughs> Uh, all right. Oh, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna do some more nerding out on Tom Petty. If you haven't seen the Running Down a Dream documentary, you gotta see that thing. It's one of the best rock docs you will ever, ever, ever see. It's about four hours long, right? Yeah, and, it's, and, it's four hours. I it, watched it in one afternoon. I was just I got yeah. sucked in. I was like, I'm gonna watch part one and then part two later. No, I watched the whole damn. Watch the whole thing, and it's great. It was directed by uh, Peter Bogdanovich, who directed the Last Picture Show. Oh, really? And um, he, and for those of you who may not have seen that, he also played Tony Soprano's therapist, therapist on the Sopranos. I did not know that. That is that's funny. That's I had the same no guy. idea. Yeah, that guy in the glasses that's always kind of yeah. torture. That's him. That's the guy who directed that. Wow, huh? That's yeah. awesome. Good yeah, for him. Yeah, he's, he's doing good work. Yeah, he's the man. <laughs> and when they got to that part, when uh, it came to Full Moon Fever and Tom's doing the solo album. It it, it never dawned on me when I was a kid because I was, I was about 10 years old when that song came out. And I was an avid MTV watcher, so I was very familiar with the song. But when you're 10 years old and not the biggest music nerd in the world, even though I was pretty up there, it didn't really sink in until I saw the video again on that documentary because it's Tom playing. And then the two guys playing guitar on one side is, you know, his long-time, lifelong partner, Mike Campbell, the great underrated Mike Campbell. Very underrated. Yeah, and you got George Harrison. So you got George Harrison and Mike Campbell standing next to him. On the other side, well, actually, alongside is uh, Jeff Lynn, also on guitar and backing vocals from ELO. I love Jeff Lynn. And then playing drums was Ringo. Yeah. And it was just like... And, and, you know, and, the, and Tom's up front. He's leading those guys. Yeah, it's just like... And, well, and he's, you know, Tom has become a god in himself in the yeah. rock world, as they have. And, you know, the funny thing is, you say you were about 10. I was probably about, oh, geez, four or five when that album came out. And I still remember Free Fallen from yeah. that. And, uh, it was massive. Oh, man, huge. And, you know, even I remember when he played at the Super Bowl a couple of years back, and oh, it just sounded great. Yeah. And it really even ignited again my love, love for Tom Petty. Yeah. Yeah, he's an American institution at this point. He is the man. If you don't have his stuff, you got to get it. Yeah. At least something. something. And if you really want to go deep, you want to hear his first stuff, listen to some Mud Crutch. Oh, yeah. Most yeah. people haven't heard the Mud Crutch album, yeah. but that's a good album. It's very Southern. That I think Mud Crutch will probably make volume two of uh, mm-hmm. this series. So it's a great we'll, album. We'll do another one. Because I know, like I said, I'm going to get mail about this. Someone, there's some people out there that think I'm not going deep enough or... Uh, you know, maybe this particular song. Oh, you got to play this song. So I'm, I'm expecting it, so bring them on. Volume 2 will come eventually here. So uh, Moving on, of course, another band, much like Skinner and some other people, that you have to play. Oh, yeah. Uh, or Definitely. else it's just invalid. Here, we're going to play something by the Allman Brothers Band. Uh, great band. Uh, man, what a huge story that band told. Tragic and as well. A lot of tragedy. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's 
that's of course the interesting thing about them. Mm. Uh, musically, uh, you know, they, it stands on its own, but yeah, a lot of weird stuff went on with there. Just just go to their Wikipedia page or something and, and read about them. You'd just be like, wow. Yeah. You know, and you know, hey, if you are a a God fearing man, uh, you would say, hey, maybe they shouldn't have practiced in the graveyards at night, but that's what they did, and they got some amazing stuff out of it. Maybe they all should also should not have tripped on acid during every show. Yeah, yeah, maybe <laughs> not. Yeah, that could have been uh, could have been a factor too. But uh, uh, you know, it's one of those bands. If you're not a big Skinner guy, you kind of go more Almond Brothers because they're a little more blues based. A lot, actually, a lot more blues based. Uh, a little more jammy. Uh, stuff I will, like that. I will definitely say I definitely find myself listening to more Almond Brothers than Skinner ever. As I said before, I'm not really a Skinner fan, but Almond Brothers do it for me, man. Oh, great band! Uh, just, uh, just uh, Greg. I mean, what a what a singer! Yeah, you want to hear some? You want to hear a band jam? This is one of them. Yeah, you know, this is one of them. Yeah, if you, you just get you get live at the Fillmore, that's one of the oh. great live albums of all time. You can't mess with that album. At definitely, all. Uh, so. you know, just but, great. I'm going to play a song off here off the very first Almond Brothers band album from 1969. This is one of my favorite, uh, you know, just blues rock songs for me ever. Uh, Here it is. It's Not My Cross to Bear.
was the Almond Brothers Band with It's Not My Cross to Bear off the very first album from 1969. Travis, I think we've uh, hit a major point in the heavy, tender jams of the night so far. Oh yeah, that was a great one. That was a good bluesy, slow number. I really liked it. Yeah. God, what a voice on that guy. I always forget how great of a singer he is. And guitarist. Yeah. He's got a singer's son in his own right, uh, which is kind of weird because, you know, he Greg was married to, well, I'm talking about Greg Almond now. Mm. But um, Greg had that little brief marriage to share. Like it was so, it was like it was like literally like a month. Oh, you know, I didn't you know, even like, know about it. Like it's the mo- it was the old school version of that stupid Kardashian wedding oh, from wow. last year, where it was uh-huh. over like in a month. Yeah. So they they got together, they got married really quick, and they had a kid out of it. This guy Elijah Blue Almond. Oh. He wound up being the lead singer of Deadsy. So. Huh. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and commission a theme right now. I need help out there since I brought that up. Uh, I've been trying to put together a show of second-generation artists who don't suck. Who don't suck, so yes. So if you people know anything out there, uh, you know, I, I you'll probably think of the same ones I did, but just go ahead and send me your list because I want to make that show happen. So yeah. I'm, I'm putting a call out there to the listeners of Rock Strikes 10. Yeah, I, have a couple, I have a couple. I have yeah. a couple I can think of right off the top of my head. Jacob Dylan. His new stuff is very good. I, I I like Jacob enough. I would at least play something off the first uh, first or second Wallflowers mm-hmm. album. So. His newest um, one by T Bone was okay, b- very good. I thought. Uh, I'm sure that's very uh, basic. Uh, oh, recorded, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah very. Just, just like you'd want to. Yeah, yeah, just like you want to mm-hmm. with the. Uh, that's what you want when you get uh, T Bone Burnett's kind of the uh, Americana Rick Rubin. Like you go to him when you want to strip it down again and oh, get yeah. back to basics. Oh yeah, big um, backbeats. Yeah. You know, T Bone's doing Elton John's new album. He's, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to because he did the Leon Russell yeah. album, so he hired him to do yeah. his new That'll be interesting to see what Elton does with T-Bone. Ooh, so. That sounds awesome. Yeah, so we'll, we'll keep you posted out yeah. there. But anyway, um, you know, we've played a lot of uh, the standards, your obvious ones, your ZZs, your Skinners, your Almonds, and, uh, you know, I'm springing this on Travis. I'm going to throw a few surprises towards Travis here and to all of you out there. Some of you may have heard these and some of you may have not, once again. I'm going to play you something, and I'm going to tell you who this is after the song. 
I'm going to tell you the name of the band because you won't know the singer by the name of the band because it's a one-off. Oh. But I'm going to play this band right here. I don't even know where the origins of all these guys are, so it's it's kind of a cheat. Um, I mean, these guys could be from California originally, for all I know. But mm-hmm. uh, this is a very Southern Rock album. It's basically a nice marriage of hard rock and Southern Rock. I like the album. I'm going to let you have your own opinion. No forced opinion here. Uh, so here you go. This is a band called Pride and Glory, and here's the song called Troubled Wine.
All right, that was Pride and Glory with Troubled Wine, a, about a song that comes right in the middle of their self-titled album, their one and only album, sadly, Pride and Glory. So, Pepsi Challenge. Travis, what did you think of that song? Man, I thought it was really good. If you put dirty slide guitar pretty much on any song, usually I'm going to like it, but it had a great feel. It was awesome. Like I said, that album came out like around 93, 94, because I know I was just starting high school when that came out, and uh, that was Zach Wild. Oh my gosh, really? <laughs> yeah, Zach Wild on guitar and vocals. Yeah, crazy. And the, uh, at the time, uh, I think he used most uh, the rhythm section were guys that were in White Lion, but I know that uh, uh, Brian Tiki, who also, uh, Tishy Tiki, I never know how to pronounce it, but he's a hell of a drummer, and he's getting more famous now, actually, but he played drums on that, and James Lomenso, who wound up playing bass for Megadeth later on, plays the bass on that album. Wow, so all-star band. It's basically a hard rock all-star band at this point, um, playing southern fried rock and doing it well, uh, at least incorporating the hard rock sensibilities into the southern sensibilities. It's basically like a heavy metal Almond Brothers. Yeah, it definitely worked. I definitely, yeah. I, I liked it. I would not... I would definitely buy one of their albums. Yeah, so or their at one album. Yeah. <laughs> go, go buy their one and only album, Pride and Glory. Actually, get the '99 Spitfire reissue because it's got a bonus EP of covers on there. Well worth listening to those covers. They do come together by the Beatles. They do the Wizard by Sabbath. Uh, a lot, a lot of cool stuff on there. Uh, In my time of dying by Zeppelin. Nice. So uh, cool, good stuff. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep putting a few of these surprises on Travis. Kind of incorporating my stuff into the southern element and we're definitely going to continue on with the next song this is a band you may have heard of and may not have heard a lot of them at least you travis i'm, I'm talking to you i'm picking on you travis oh go but, ahead uh, this is a band called jackal i don't know them they're from georgia and they kind of came in right towards the end where um you know hard rock commercial hard rock bands were were still kind of selling records post nirvana but still kind of on their way out. But they did have a hook. They were a lot more southern rock, uh, and they were crazy and wild. They even had a decent amount of radio hits on their first couple of records. Uh, but I got to say, I'm, I'm going to, you know what, I think I'm just going to play you the song first and then tell you my little jackal tale. Awesome. So, Travis, I'm going to have you, because I, I don't want to sell it too hard, but uh, this is one of my favorite songs by Jackal. It's also kind of a... Um, uh, down tempo, not not what they're normally used to doing, but I really like this song a lot, and I think it ties in great with the theme. So this is Jackal off of their second album, Push Comes to Shove. This is Secret of the Bottle. One, two, three. <laughs> Tell a joke or two 
pain when I'm a drinking. It just don't seem to cut as deep. And I lay down without you. It makes it easier to go to sleep. That was Jackal with Secret of the Bottle from their second album, Push Comes to Shove. Also on their greatest hits called Choice Cuts, which is not a bad place to start. Some cover songs, all the radio hits, like the Lumberjack. I'm sure you've heard the Lumberjack out there uh, and how fun it was back when it was happening. So, Travis, this is your first time here in Jackal. It was. It was It was good. I definitely enjoyed it. It wasn't necessarily as hard rocking as I thought it was going to be, which I like it was very much southern for me yeah uh and any song about drinking i usually like <laughs> yeah. it's the core of country music and southern rock for yes, sure is drinking definitely songs you can't go wrong with the drinking song that's yeah. kind of why i put it in there because uh, their other stuff might be a little more hairband esque but they're still they never lost that southern feel mm. so and the other reason i had to play jackal on the show i i it's, it's like yeah let's sit back and i'll tell you a tale I've been wanting to tell this story for a long time. It's in my top two or three concert stories ever. So I wound up going to see Jackal for the first time ever just a few years ago, 2009, at a little event called Rocklahoma that they have out in Oklahoma every year. When it started off, it was basically just three to four days of heritage hair bands from the 80s, some late 70s bands, mostly just all 80s, Sunset Strip, you know, Poison and, and... Rat and you know all that stuff, Faster Pussycat, uh, you know, and then throwing in like some of the bigger names like Twisted Sister and stuff like that. It's a good time if if that's your thing, and that's that was my thing for a long time and still is. Uh, it's it's a great festival you want to go to if you like lots of hair. If you like lots of hair, and then and the fans still have the hair. The ones that do, the ones that don't have the hair wear those like those weird shaped cowboy hats now. The mm-hmm. ones that Brett Michaels wears. You know, yeah, like yeah, the, yeah. The, those are abound, you know. Of course. And you could buy that those in every QT now. Yeah, every so. single gas station you yeah. can get one of those. Yeah. So anyway, Rocklahoma. I I wound up going stag actually because I was in a really shitty relationship, but uh. Um, 
they wound up not going. I was like, F it. I'm going myself. I'm going to have my own fun. Hell yeah, and dude. I had a blast, man, even though I was by myself. You know, it gets lonely after on, on a four-day festival after a while. But, you know, you start meeting some of the people and talking mm-hmm. and, and making friends. I was in, like, a reserve seat for the whole four days, so you, like, learn the people around nice. you and talking yeah. to them. Here's the thing. Jackal wasn't even supposed to be there. They're a replacement for a last-minute cancellation of Thin Lizzy, which is a better deal because Thin Lizzy isn't Thin Lizzy anymore. Um, you know, how can you be Thin Lizzy when Phil and it's dead? But eh, anyway, that's another story. <laughs> so I keep. I remember going on the Internet before I left for the festival, and Jackal was like, oh, you shouldn't have booked us. You get ready for us. You're not ready for us. And they, because of scheduling, they just played in the slot that then Lizzie was going to play in. Mm. So they played right before Striper, the Christian hard rock metal band Ooh. from the 80s. And, you know, hey, I had a Striper album or two back in the day. <laughs> but it, they knew they were playing before Striper. So they're like, okay, before they go to heaven, we're going to take it down to hell. Jesse Hell comes yeah. out. He's got like his devil PJs on and uh, like the red onesie, you know. Mm, just yeah. Like, and he's a nut anyway, but just the motivation to put on a show stealer. And it is one of the best sets I've ever seen anybody play. They were just on fire that night. And I've I was born in Louisiana. I was raised in Texas. I've lived in Texas pretty much my whole life. I never thought that there was any shred of like redneck hillbilly you know bravado in me at all until i saw jackal they brought it all out in me jackal almost drove me to drink that's funny the straight edge guy here like Mm. maybe i will have a beer (laughs) he didn't but if i was the thought that counts if i was ever close it was i mean these guys i can't even i wish that whole set was available somewhere to watch because it was so fun but still you kind of really had to be there at the same time yeah i mean he there was you know those guys that sell the beers at the baseball games where it's strapped around their neck you know they're holding the ice tree out there was a guy like that and jesse james dupree grabs this guy out of the crowd and makes him come on stage he's like hey man how much one of them beers guy's like you know whatever 10 bucks long necks all right man hey let me get one of those grabs one throws it out the crowd (laughs) hey man can i get another one of those gets one throws it out to the crowd hey man how much for the whole thing (laughs) and he goes like no don't worry man i'm good for it i'm good for it can, can you give me can you loan me some credit can you float me some credit here and it can can you why don't you just come up on stage, man? Come up on stage. This is like this big 300-pound black guy they had to help out on the stage. And That's like, awesome. What's your name, man? You know, he's like talking. Hey, man. Hey, give it up for this guy over here. He's out here getting your beers. And yeah, man. Take a bow. Take a bow. Hey, That's okay, man. What, about $200, $300? Okay, fine. $300? We got it, man. Go talk to my manager off stage. We'll take care of you, man. You know. Hey, isn't this a beautiful thing? And in this day and age and this economy, this fella over here will loan me some credit for some beers. I some mean, beers. give it up for this guy, man. This guy's great. And this is like between songs. Their songs are blazing scores. Yeah. It was just a good time. And here's the best part. They ran over time. Mm-hmm. So when you play a festival and you run over time, you don't get paid. Yeah. They, they find you basically your gig money. Oh, wow. So not only did they not get paid, they had this ridiculous beer tab. 
And Jesse cursed a lot on stage, and he got arrested for it because they were in Oklahoma, and you can't curse on stage in Oklahoma. That's a big deal, actually, out there. Wow. Most big bands will still curse on stage in Oklahoma because they can afford it, and they Mm. generally don't have to go to jail over it. But no, apparently they picked him up after the set. Um, You know, he did the lumberjack bit where he he saw the stools off. I mean, I think he had a moose gun out there somewhere. The, The bass player was playing a goalie stick as a bass, it was the weirdest custom guitar I've ever seen That's in my awesome. life. Yeah, they just went off of the, they went over time. They just and they didn't even have any more songs really. They just jammed for the last fifteen minutes doing all this crazy <laughs> shit. You know, so they finished their setup and I never see a crowd like lose their shit over like a PA song, like the songs that you play on the speakers before mm-hmm. and after the sets. Yeah. As soon as Jackal leaves, I mean, they had him in the palm of their hands. Like, yeah, I mean, the whole place is drunk. I've got at least a contact high and drunk <laughs> easily because I'm all like, woo, 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 yeah, you know, and it's 40,000, 30 to 40,000 wow. people just drunk and just having a good time. And as soon as Jackal left the stage, the PA starts blaring Eastbound and Down by Jerry Reed, and the whole damn place just clapping along with it. Like, it was just like a big hoedown. That's funny. It was the craziest show I've ever seen. That sounds like a good time, man. So fun, man. It's like, I wish I could have taken all my friends on that one. That was a good one. That sounds awesome. Yeah, I would have gone to that. Uh, So anyway, there's my Jackal story. So I hope you had fun with that five minutes of me going on. (laughs) So basically, if they come to your town, go see them. Do they still tour? They still tour, man. They played Rocklahoma this year. I I saw a little bit of footage. It was a little bit more subdued, but uh, I think it's because they didn't have as much to prove this time. But Mm. uh, go see them play in a small place. They'll they'll blow you away. So there goes a little bit of Jackal right there. Thank you, Jesse James Dupree, for being interesting and not boring. (laughs) All right. We only have a couple more songs here to play here, Travis. So um, Ah, I've been throwing... Disappointing. It goes by quick, doesn't (laughs) it? It does go by quick. Yeah. Um... Um, you know, hopefully you say that when you listen too. Yeah, but uh, not just uh, definitely. I do, I do. Yeah. What do you do when you listen to the show? What do I do when I listen to the show? I'm always Eat. curious about that. People, yeah, people send that in too. I want to hear you. Usually, uh, my my usual regiment is either playing video games. One. Um, is it is it that uh, Call of Duty? Oh yeah, Call of Duty. I'm a yeah. nerd. I'm a nerd. Sorry. Right. Um, cleaning. And also uh, when I'm at the gym or something. Oh, cool. It, it especially the stuff you play really is good for working out too. So, oh, thanks, yeah. Man. I and that. Uh, yeah, you should all be listening to the show every show. Oh, well, <laughs> I didn't solicit that to get my ass kissed on the air, but I do appreciate that. Yeah, guys. no, I mean they're good shows. Um, yeah, you know, I thought we had more up tempo stuff here, but I'm gonna have to, <laughs> have to bring it down here again a little bit. <laughs> And this is, might be the somber part of the show, actually. Uh, I, I I didn't mean to really ambush you with this, but I figured I'd throw this on last minute. Uh, uh, recently, man, uh, anybody who's a fan of Southern Rock, Country Rock, or Folk, or anything like that, big loss happened uh, a couple of months ago. Uh, Leave on Hell. Yes, oh man. Uh, hit me hard. Hit me hard. Real hard. He ranks pretty high with you, doesn't he? Oh yeah, real high. The band is way up there in my top favorite bands ever i mean uh you know them with bob dylan them by themselves uh leave on helm solo stuff is i mean won a bunch of awards uh just a couple years ago i believe with some of his solo stuff uh but yeah just really hit me hard as you know it it sucked it really did <laughs> and cancer has been tearing through our musical heroes this mm-hmm. year i mean like you got levon uh, mca died of mm-hmm. cancer yeah, Donna summer say, died yeah. of cancer 
It's crazy. And one thing I will say about the band, I'm guilty of not digging deep on the band yet. I'm just familiar with the hits at this point. And hell, even where we work, uh, we've got like a band's greatest hits playing like, you know, we hear the band a lot during the day. And I will say it's been in the player probably a year and a half maybe, and I will still listen to every song and love it every single time. Uh, uh, That's what I'm saying. I expected to get sick of them, Mm -hmm. and I'm not still. Oh man, they're great. still jam up on Cripple Creek and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. I'm still into it. Very much so. Uh, This song... I I would think has to be the song by them. Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, I'm. I mean, it's a little twist here. You know, this is my show we're talking about mm-hmm. here. So I'm gonna twist it a little because hey, the band, they're not country, are they? They're not southern. No, they're Canadian. Not. They are. They totally are. They they originally started playing with um, Dylan. Ronnie Hawkins. Yeah, Hawkins. Yeah, Ronnie Hawkins and the Hawks. They were the Hawks before they yeah. were ba- left Ronnie. So you can't have Canadian cowboys on a southern rock show. I'm sorry. As great as they are. And we're still going to like pay a tribute to Levon here. So mm. this is, here's my twist here. And I think I mentioned that I had this before a few weeks ago. You might have forgotten, so I'm glad if you have. This is going to be a good time. I'm going to play you a band from Georgia called the Black Crows. And this is from their live album uh, where they do a cover of the night they drove old Dixie down. Oh, yes. All right, so sit back and relax and enjoy this one. Here you go.
All right, so there you go. I think that's the first time Travis has heard that. That's uh, the Black Crows from the album Freak and Roll Into the Fog, live at the Fillmore in San Francisco. That was the night they drove old Dixie down. The band classic. Oh, man, that was amazing. Uh, uh, Honestly, almost jaw-dropping for me. That was really, really good. It really uh, went back to the original and, you know, very impressed. Very impressed. I like it. I like when I can leave someone speechless when it comes to music, because any good music can really do that. Oh, yeah, and I I really, you're right, I really don't know what to say about it other than that was awesome. Yeah, so we've had our emotional highs and lows here on the show here tonight. We've had some ballads, we've had some blues, we've had some country, we've had some crazy-ass stories. I think we're going to end on a big, heavy high note here. Let's uh, Let's get in the car and just hit the road. This is the driving song to end all driving songs. Yes, I did play this band on the previous show, but the buck stops here. It's my show. I'll play this band and this song as much as I want. This is one of my favorite songs ever, ever, ever. This will get it done here. Last song of the night. This is the Georgia Satellites, led by the amazing, incomparable, underrated, Very. and genius songwriter Dan Baird. This is the Georgia Satellites with Dan Takes Five. Here you go. Turn this one up.
walking in the golden room Closing out the show as proper as I can possibly do it at this point in time. That was the Georgia Satellites with Dan Takes Five. You can find that song off of the great album called In the Land of Salvation and Sin. Go get that record. Yeah, yeah, and uh, you actually were familiar enough with the Georgia Satellites. Oh, yeah. To this, so. I um, love the Georgia Satellites. You actually introduced me to them. Oh, so, really? Yeah. Okay, cool. So, uh, yeah, I do not own that album but i need to get it i yeah. need to get it but you have that best of it's got that cool uh ring of star cover on it and, probably uh, one of my favorite songs that they do yeah, yes don't pass that, me by yeah, yeah oh man awesome the first time i heard it, i was like this is rocking man yeah and yeah. everybody of course has heard their their big hit keep your hands to yourself but uh great song too I, i've said it time and time again i think i just said it on back-to-back shows but check that band out they're extremely underrated and you need to dig deep and get their stuff they're a great rock and roll band and anything that dan baird does georgia satellites dan baird solo records the yahoos the get the guy's the man he's he's a genius i love him so uh yeah that's my that's my southern rock cult hero right there dan baird he's great um 
yeah, like I said, I'm not even kidding. I am willing to do a volume two, volume three, whatever of this. Because hey, I'm even started to think as as we went on, like, ah, oh, yeah, I know I didn't play this band, I didn't play this band. Ne- next time, I'm definitely gonna play some Blackfoot and some Ram Jam. So there's a lot of stuff to do here. So besides that, uh, let me know what you want to hear out there. Uh, different songs by some of the bands I played, or an entirely different band. Maybe you think that I don't know anything about. Uh, I'm willing to give anything a try, so send me the mail. cnjradio.com Joey at cnjradio.com Go to the uh, Rock Strikes 10 page on Facebook. But if you just go to cnjradio.com there is a link to all that stuff. You can leave comments. You can send the mail. I read everything and I love when I hear from you guys. Travis, um, hey man. Throw some plugs down. You got does your band have a website? Anything you want to plug? Yeah, we don't have a website. We do have a Facebook page. Wow, you guys however. are really country, man. You don't have a website. Yeah, we don't yeah. have a website, man. We're keeping it real. I don't even know if our lead singer has a cell phone. So no, he's got a rotary, right? <laughs> there, yeah, there you go. Yeah, uh, we uh, text bookings on the rotary. Yeah, phone. we use field haulers to communicate. Um, it's at least the wall, the wall rotary, at least. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> No, uh, but I play with the uh, Drifted Outlaw Band. If there's any local listeners, I, we are playing at the Double Wide on July 6th. There you go. Um, I will try to be there. I, I hope I can make it. So. Yeah, we're a lot of fun. Uh, our bass player won't be able to make it, but uh, it'll be a three-piece, so it should be fun. It'll be uh, it'll be acoustic out, as you would say. All right, yeah. Yeah. And I, have we little, all have. I have a little base experience. Uh, we can we, we can talk off the air. Yeah, dude, this. definitely, <laughs> definitely. Uh, no, uh, we're a lot of fun. Uh, you guys should come see us if you can. Yeah, I, I did ask. I remember asking one time uh, per Travis's uh, fiddle playing experience, and I said, "Can you play the Devil Went Down to Georgia?" I very much can, and honestly, Charlie Daniels isn't a very good fiddle player. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, say it. Say yes. fuck Charlie Daniels. Uh, uh, fuck Charlie Daniels. I, I do enjoy his music, but uh, when you watch him play, he just kind of fucks around on the fiddle. Yeah. He he plays out of tune, and but he makes money doing it, so yeah, I, I can't say, really say anything bad about him. You know, he's got endorsements and everything. No matter how many of those uh, bows that he breaks, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that's uh, and he, he looks, can afford them. He looks good doing it up there, so uh, I'm not gonna. He's a fiddle, kind of a fiddle hero. So yeah, he's uh, keep like doing the, it, Charlie. I guess he's kind of like the Ted Nugent of country, isn't he? He, yeah. he used to be like really cool in the '70s, especially, but he's kind of lost his mind, you yeah, know, politically and anything else. Mm, but, uh, he's kind of gone a little crazy, yeah, but well, that's another show. Yeah, anyway. yeah. But yeah, hey Travis, uh, I really want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for joining me on the show here today, taking time out of your day on your day off, just like me. Oh man, I was really pumped to be here. I've been waiting to do this for a while, so I was really excited, honored. Uh, Yeah, had a good time. Yeah, and you're welcome to come back on the show. It doesn't just have to be a redneck show or anything like that. (laughs) I I don't consider you a redneck for the record, uh, you know, because you uh, you don't fit the bill in a lot of aspects. Yeah, well, I. You know, I try to do my best, yeah. is what I'll say. Yeah, Travis is, is really good people. He's one of the coolest people that I know uh, of all time. So, once again, thank you. And thank you, everybody out there listening. Uh, like I said, subscribe on iTunes, leave the review, go to cnjradio.com. You know the drill at this point. Just do it so I can stop, you know, pestering you about it, basically. I don't want to Listen to the shows. They're good. Or share with yeah. like-minded friends, mm-hmm. yes. All right, thanks a lot, guys. Have fun.
We've got a long way to go And a short time to get there I'm eastbound up Watch our bandit run